This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning. Welcome to Resource Center with Audrey Raj. On the show today, we're going to be talking about conversational AI. We're going to delve deep into the role of conversational AI in customer engagement and how it's defining the intersection of messaging, voice and video. Now, the pandemic has changed the way businesses engage with their customers forever. In the now conversational economy, as we call it, consumers want brands to consistently deliver richer, more intuitive, personalized, customized experience across channels, and they want this all the time. This is where conversational AI enables solutions like intelligent bots or digital assistants can make a huge difference. But businesses typically use disparate solutions from several providers, you know, one for voice solutions, another for messaging. And this um, somewhat piecemeal approach is just not working for reasons we'll get into in just a bit. So how can brands deliver a truly seamless, personalized, omni-channel experience for every consumer? Well, to talk to us about our options, I have online with me today, Birut Sheth, CEO of Gupshup, a conversation messaging platform for commerce, marketing and support. Good morning, Birat. Hey, hi, Audrey. How are you? Thank you for having me here. Excited to be here. Excited to be able to do this with you all the way from Mumbai. So, Birat, uh, before we get into the nitty gritty, uh, I want to talk a bit about Gupshop and, and what you guys do. You're a conversational messaging platform uh, for businesses, but, but what exactly do you do? How do you exactly support businesses uh, with their conversations with the consumers? Sure. Um, so, you know, when you let's just start with the basics. Uh, firstly, um, you know, when you think about businesses, especially businesses with large number of consumers, millions of consumers, they need to keep them oftentimes notified, updated, engaged, you know, when you buy something from Grab or when you do a money transfer at DBS or when you do any kind of transactions, right? You book a flight, you travel and so on, get a hotel booking. Uh, typically, consumers want to know, right, did the transaction happen, what happened, how did it happen, and so on. Um, so, you know, traditionally, um, and, and as you know, in the emerging markets, uh, usually mobile, right, we leapfrog to mobile. Everybody has a mobile device, much more than a laptop or desktop. So the best way to, for businesses to engage with consumers is through messaging, because every consumer has it on their mobile device, has it in their pocket, works very easily. So the basic idea is sending these simple, you know, text notifications, SMS that all of us receive, right? And traditionally, that was what uh, most businesses would do. But more recently, with newer ideas that we're going to talk about, now it's possible to have not just one way, but two way conversation, which means a consumer can reply saying, oh, send me more details, or can I make a change and so on. Uh, that enables businesses to engage their consumers even more actively. You know, they can market to them, they can support transactions, collect payments, maybe even do customer support and so on. And and then you layer on AI and it becomes very, very rich and advanced. So this whole idea is, you know, a sort of customer engagement, helping businesses uh, engage their consumers, offer them, you know, good a variety of services. And from the consumer standpoint, to look at the same thing, it's as easy as making, you know, as uh, helping them uh, interact with businesses, like as easy as chatting with a family member or a friend, right? Mm. So just through SMS, just through WhatsApp, 
they should be able to get you know their queries resolved and answered so it makes it easy for the consumer it's very valuable for businesses and we provide all the tools to enable this and I'll, I'll tell you more about it but that's that's really what we do now the minute anyone mentions anything with AI I, I automatically think it's something super complex and very futuristic but I know that most of us have already had an experience dealing with conversational AI so maybe you can give us an example of where consumers may have experienced it and and how uh, we are now used to interacting with conversational AI Sure. Well, you know, let's start with something simple. We are all we are all used to uh, natural intelligence, right? You and I having a conversation is I don't know, call it NI, natural intelligence, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we all know how to have. I mean, since we were babies, humans know how to have conversations. That is the most natural and easy interface for communication, right? Uh, and then the idea is, well, what if we could do the same thing with computers, right? What if you know, instead of us having to learn new things like texting and typing and touching buttons and screens and tabs, what if we could sort of forget all that and get computers to learn, you know, to talk to us like humans, right? Instead of us having to talk to them like computers. Once computers have that ability to be able to have a, a human-like conversation, right? Uh, and, and that technology is called conversational AI, right? Once that happens, it really makes the interaction so much simpler, easier, no training required. We all know how to do it. Even, you know, in like emerging markets, even if people are not literate, they know how to speak, you know, or even if they're not tech savvy, they know how to have a conversation and so on. So that's the the power, right? So even uh, leaving aside what happens under the hood, and of course, there's a lot of technology and a lot of futuristic magic, if you will. Uh, but the application is very straightforward. It's just helping software programs to simulate human-like chat with consumers. Hmm. Now, what's a best case scenario when interacting with uh, conversational AI and, and how can this help brands elevate their customer journey? So um, I should have just added, right, many, many people these days must be experienced or familiar with, let's say, Amazon Alexa or, you know, Siri, Apple Siri, or even uh, Google Assistant, mm-hmm. right? These are software programs that, you know, you can give verbal commands, or you can even, in some cases, send a text message and it can respond to it, right? So I think that technology, if you've been tracking it, has, get, has gotten better and better, Right. It recognizes more words. It recognizes names, names of songs, you know, movies uh, and, and so on, even special, um, you know, concepts and so on. So it's gotten that technology has been improving very, very, very rapidly. Um, so if you take the same idea, right, and say any bank or an e-commerce company, right, offers a, a, a virtual agent, right, a, a, an AI chatbot, if you will, that you can either send a text message to and it responds in text, or you can maybe make a phone call uh, or through voice interface, have that same conversation. Um, and it can intelligently first understand the user query to figure out the right answer and three, provide that response in a convenient format. If the, the the chatbot can do that, then it's really it's a complete game changer, right? Mm. So so what happens then is, um, you know, for a business, every customer touch point can now become conversational, right? I mean, if you think about the entire what's called the life cycle of a customer journey, right? Typically, 
in the beginning, they are looking for products, they are looking for more information, deciding what to purchase, evaluating and so on, right? That's the pre-purchase part of the journey. And then once they make a decision, then that's the purchase, right? Basically create a shopping cart, check out, make a payment, uh, get deals, coupons, things like that. And so that's the purchase part. And then the post-purchase part is customer support, right? Mm -hmm. Something is broken, returns, refunds, cancellations, how do I fix it, you know, et cetera, right? So that's the post-purchase part of the journey. Now, in every part of this journey, if a business can have a conversational AI, then it, it makes it uh, much more powerful, right? So businesses can do marketing on the front end or commerce in the middle or customer support on the back end. And for consumers, like I said, it's really as simple as chatting, right? So it becomes very easy. And uh, it's a real, uh, like I said, it's a game changer. Uh, some of the customers, you know, so we work with uh, uh, about 50,000 plus customers around the world. And uh, some of the banks that have tried it have seen, you know, reduced flow at their local branches, even reduced calls coming into the call center. So in some sense, it's a, it's a cost saving for them. But even for the consumers, it's much better. Now they don't have to wait on hold for a long time. They don't have to wait in queues at the branch location. They can get their issues resolved very quickly, get the information that they want. It also reduces fraud and so on. E-commerce companies, you know, they've been able to drive more sales, more transactions and so on with less items getting lost in the logistics and such. Um, you know, uh, fintech companies have driven a, a lot of things. There's an airline that has launched their whole experience, right? Booking a ticket, upgrading, you know, um, uh, all of that, tracking flight status, all of that is also possible through these experiences. So I can go on. There are many, you know, numerous examples of how this is transforming customer engagement. But it's it's really, it's a combination of, you know, customer delight along with uh, much improved business metrics. Now, uh, uh, I understand that while businesses uh, are all aiming for the best customer experience, they are currently dealing with conversational AI in a somewhat piecemeal manner. Can you explain what's happening here and, and why this is not ideal? You know, why can't they use different providers um, and, and why are they doing this? Is this because of the cost factor? Well, you know, whenever any new technology or a new, uh, this is more than just a technology, right? When a new paradigm shift happens, right? Because traditionally it's all about uh, websites and mobile apps, but now we are going to a very different, you know, UI paradigm, right? It's, it's the conversational sort of way of uh, interacting. Whenever a, a new uh, sort of area emerges. Uh, clearly, there's a lot of new technology, a lot of excitement. I mean, there's many entrepreneurs trying to build stuff. There's also enterprises trying to, you know, tinker with it, experiment, explore. Um, and uh, the large companies also have many different teams, each of whom will try different things, right? So I think it's natural, it's inevitable that different people will try different things because because it's new and nobody knows and they want to figure it out, right? So that's good, right? It's, it's not a bad thing. But, uh, but once, uh, you know, but as the space matures and as, uh, you know, some of the things become clearer as to what works, what doesn't, then, and then a lot of these best practices emerge, right? So that's happening right now where, uh, for example, um, you know, I think... Um, businesses should look at uh, saying, okay, you know, uh, conversational, I mean, see the power of uh, conversational AI and capabilities, uh, appreciate that it, it's a real game changer. Look at what 
many other businesses are doing, people who are having successes with it. Uh, you know, and initially they might have thought that, oh, you know, the uh, text or messaging uh, capability is very different from voice, is different from video and so on. Uh, you know, they may have thought that the marketing use cases are different from commerce use cases are different from customer support use cases because inside the company they have different teams, right? So there are different people focusing on different aspects uh, of the problem. You know, it's a little bit like that, uh, you know, story about the seven blind men and the elephant, right? Each one is touching it from different sides and they see different aspects of it. But ultimately, you know, once they talk and uh, understand, it's it's really just you know the the elephant in the room, if you will, uh, <laughs> is the is that it's a, it's just one uh, sort of combined entity, and you can do much better when you look at it a little holistically, right? Because um, because then you can deliver good experiences, like the same user, right? When they are, uh, you know. When they're in a private space, they may be okay talking to an agent. But when they're in a public space, right, then they want to send a text message. Now, if it's not handled by the same chatbot, then, you know, you would not have the context of what the last discussion was, right? right. Or um, sometimes when a user calls the call center and it's uh, busy, you can deflect uh, that call to a messaging experience. Again, you can do that if you provide both of it together. So I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, now you have... Um, providers like Gupshop emerging that are, you know, so for example, we've done about five acquisitions in the last about six months or so, right? Uh, we acquired a company doing voice. Uh, we acquired two companies doing conversational AI. We acquired, you know, another company doing agent dashboard and so on. So basically providing a complete and holistic solution that uh, allows for much richer experiences. Right. Uh, we're we're going to need to take a quick break for some messages. But when we come back, we dive deeper into voice and video when it comes to conversational AI. And we also discuss recent trends when it comes to conversational AI right here in the Asia Pacific region. All that and more happening on Resource Center. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. Billions from me. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. You are listening to Resource Center. This is Audrey Raj. Online with me today, I have Birut Sheth, the CEO of Gupshop, a conversational messaging platform for commerce, marketing and support. And we are, of course, discussing conversational AI. Now, uh, Birut... Um, I want to talk about the last few years, you know, um, the pandemic and, and the role that the pandemic played in pushing for conversational AI. You know, what do you think compelled brands to kind of rewrite the customer experience playbook and uh, want to include conversational AI in their omnichannel basket of goods? What happened during the pandemic that gave conversational AI this big push? Well, um, you know, in, in the pandemic, people stopped going out, right? So they're not walking into the malls, they're not coming into the restaurants, into the stores and pharmacies and so on. Um, clearly, you know, so, so businesses had to had to adapt. I mean, the only option would be to shut down, right? If they did not offer a digital way of interacting, right? So uh, consumers wanted to be able to transact safely from the convenience of their home. So it's a convenient thing. It's a it's a safe thing. And, and you simply couldn't get out, right? So I think it really forced both consumers and businesses to change behavior in a significant way. 
And in many countries, actually, it, you know, it accelerated technology adoption for the first time. I mean, there's still large parts of India, Indonesia, you know, Brazil and so on, where businesses are entirely offline. They have no digital presence whatsoever. Right. So they had to adapt very quickly. But even larger businesses also realize that as more transactions are happening, it's putting more pressure on all their digital channels, you know, call centers and things like that. So that's where, you know, messaging uh, comes in. I mean, it's, you know, at its simplest, it's a, it's a way to provide digital transactions, digital services and digital experiences. Uh, so notifying customers, alerting them to transactions, updating them, giving them more capability to, you know, buy right from within to shop within WhatsApp, right, or shop within SMS and so on. So, so clearly, there was a huge spike and acceleration of technology adoption. And then even as the pandemic has receded, I think many businesses have seen the benefits of it. They've seen the convenience and the, the you know, incremental results, uh, customer delight, more revenues and so on, that they continue to, to use it, right? And then in particular, uh, like I said, you know, conversational AI is just the most natural, intuitive, easy way for a consumer to interact uh, with a with a business. Uh, now, many you know many of your listeners may also be uh, very familiar to some uh, similar trends happening. For example, in China, where WeChat is very very popular mm-hmm. uh, as a super app, right? So it's not just for messaging, but it's also uh, enables all kinds of you know you can book, buy, shop, and pay for all kinds of things, um, and you can get information, content, entertainment, you name it, right? So. I think it's that same idea, but but WeChat is sort of strong in China, but in in the rest of the world, really, it's going to be all on you know messaging apps like WhatsApp, you know maybe Viber, uh, SMS, of course, mm-hmm. and, and so on, right? So I think that's really the pandemic accelerated it, and it continues to you know stay that way. Now, Virat, I I think I have already wrapped my head around how conversational AI uh, works on messaging apps and and things like that. But I'm still struggling to understand um, how voice and video will play a role in conversational AI and in the customer experience journey uh, moving forward. You know, I think maybe I have not personally experienced it. So um, can you talk to us about some recent trends on how businesses are using voice and video in conversational AI in their um, customer experience journey? Sure. Um, so, uh, I mean, if you think about, you know, call centers, right? I mean, it's a, it's a huge industry. Many, many businesses have giant call centers with lots and lots of people. And, you know, it's, it's challenging because, uh, you know, there's the peak load, right? There are people that call in during specific hours. It's like the rush hour in traffic, mm-hmm. right? Everybody has calls at a certain time. And then at other times, there are a few people calling in. But, but you know, so they have to staff their agent teams in a certain way to have more people at some time, less people at some other times and things like that, right? So it can be quite uh, challenging. But imagine, you know, where if the if in the call center, if they can have a voice-activated chatbot, right, that can automate at least the frequently asked questions, right? At least the first few queries that most users have, um, that can dramatically reduce the load on the human agents, right? So that the simple queries are addressed very quickly, but the complex queries can be still be escalated to the human agent. 
so we're seeing this trend in a in a big way, and there's always this eighty twenty, right? I think eighty mm. percent uh, of the queries, you know, or rather twenty percent of the queries take eighty percent of the time because they just asked again and again, like I lost my password, for example, or something yeah. like that. So if you can automate that, then it it you know reduces the burden. It allows the human agents to provide much better service, much more quality, and so on. So that's you know so really, I mean that's a huge trend in in call centers of you know trying to uh, to automate use conversational AI with voice uh, to automate that. Right. I think video is a little further behind, uh, not yet uh, fully um, developed because. Um, you know, video obviously has yet another dimension of virtual characters and displaying that. Uh, there's some new techna- cutting edge technology that looks promising, uh, but not, um, you know, but if you've heard of the of future trends like the metaverse, right? Mm-hmm. We, are, we are all, you know, headed into this world of virtual characters and avatars uh, that become more and more realistic. Uh, and then you combine that with this voice chatbot capability that I just mentioned, uh, but also with the video element in it, uh, you know, then imagine, right? I mean, you could be talking either from your phone or better still in this VR world where, you you know, it's literally like talking to a shopkeeper or talking to a relationship manager at the bank or, you know, talking to a sort of an airline steward or something and just getting all your queries or a hotel concierge, right, in a, in a virtual world. So you, but, but these are simulated uh, virtual characters, right? So I think uh, it's, it's coming, right? It's, it's coming to a headset near you uh, yeah. very soon. But I think all of these uh, technologies are, you know, it's very exciting, very promising. Yeah. Right. Now, Veer, I think you've already answered this question in many different ways over the course of our conversation today. But are there any other reasons why businesses need a holistic conversational AI strategy to automate their customer experience? Any other smaller but important reasons why businesses need a holistic uh, conversational AI strategy? Yeah, I think, um, you know... If you if you don't, I mean, let's let's think of the opposite first, right? If it's not uh, thought of in a holistic way, if it's a, a bit of a patchwork, mm-hmm. then then the user experience is very fragmented, right? Uh, I mean, it's sort of like you know, imagine the experience that many of us have had. You call into the bank and you talk to the first agent. You know, they'll ask you like five or seven questions and then, you know, they'll say, oh, wait a minute, it's not my department. I'm going to connect you to this other department. Then you repeat the same process and then they connect you to the third person who then says, no, wait a minute, it was actually the first person, right? I mean, this is because internally it just feels disconnected, right? The the um, various departments are not well connected or they're not talking to each other. They're not looking at uh, a common system. They are not maintaining state about what the user just asked, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just one example, but there are many others. It could be a lost opportunity, for example. Right? One a customer bought one thing from one store, but the other store does not know that, and they could have offered some other, you know, add-on, uh, upsell, cross-sell, and so on. Right? So if you don't have uh, so throughout tech industry, whether it's in spaces like CRM, customer relationship management and so on, you know, you always want to have a, a combined view. You want to know everything you can about your customer so that you can serve them well, uh, so that you can provide them more convenience, more personalization, and you can reduce annoyance and irritation, 
right? So when you when you look at it holistically, then you you know you can keep track of all your customer interactions, which means then you know what the customer said the last time, and it doesn't matter whether it was in messaging or voice or video. You know, it's uh, all of that, uh, what's called, you build a customer data uh, profile, right? So you have that profile, it's complete. And, uh, you know, it, it's a little bit like, uh, you know, when, when you walk into our favorite restaurant or into, you know, some place where you get, where they know you, they give you the most personalized advice, you know, and, and we like that because just as you walk in, they say, hey, we have, you know, your favorite table, your favorite dish is available today and, you know, everything is coming and it's just right because because they know you, mm. right? They know what you did. They're not, you know, they're, they're not treating you like a stranger. So I think that's really the difference. It can be such a personalized, intimate, delightful, convenient experience that, by the way, is the holy grail of any business relationship, right? right if you right. can make your, if you can make your customers, you know, feel like, like you really know them, you're personalized, you're catering to all their requests. Guess what? They're going to keep coming back for more. They're going to refer all their friends and ask them to come here. And, um, you know, it's great for the business and it's also super valuable and convenient uh, for the consumer. Right. Now, Bira, before I let you go, I'm going to have to ask you to look into your crystal ball. Um, we have seen how conversational AI has already made an impact uh, in the market today. But what's next? What's the future of conversational AI? You mentioned the metaverse earlier, but what's next? You know, how are we going to be interacting with conversational AI in, say, the next decade? So, you know, the the I mean, I'm very you know optimistic about uh, the developments in conversational AI. The technology is going to keep getting better and better. And the most amazing thing is it's going to become so good that it becomes invisible, right? Mm. Meaning a consumer may not know or care that they, when they call the call center or where they're talking to, you know, a, a business, whether they're talking to a human or a computer program, uh, because it's just such a delightful experience and everything is taken care of and they're just really happy, right? And they, and most people may not even realize it or think about it. And perhaps a future version of this interview, you, you know, your chatbot will be talking to my chatbot and the audience will not know a difference. Maybe this one might be our conversational AI talking here. Who knows? Oh, uh, oh, okay. You're scaring me now. <laughs> but yeah, that would be, that would be super cool. Um, Biro, uh, for everyone tuning in right now who'd like more information on holistic conversational AI experiences, you know, how they can just get started. Maybe you can give them Gupshop's website or some way to contact Gupshop. Sure. Uh, firstly, if people are not familiar, Gupshop is the Hindi word for chit chat. Ah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's like it's, you know, it's the next famous word from the language that gave you yoga, nirvana and Kama Sutra. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's right can, up there it's right up there maybe second tier exactly. soon <laughs> it's going to be right up there exactly so uh you know like i said and the name is very appropriate because we help businesses have conversations you know with their consumers uh our website i mean we are easy to find it's you know gupshub.io uh and there's a lot of tools self-serve tools on our platform and of course uh, we have lots of teams that can help and provide all that information and I'm also very easily uh, accessible on LinkedIn or Twitter. I have a very unusual name, even by Indian standards, so I'm not mm. hard to find. 
All right. Uh, and if you missed out on any part of this show, you can go look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find all our podcasts on the brand new BFM app that's available on the Apple App Store and on Google Play. I have been speaking with Birut Chef, the CEO of Gupshop. Uh, and this has been Resource Center on Enterprise, BFM 89.9. listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.